Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello and welcome to the Presence Podcast. You are here for episode number 359. And this is Rick, and I am glad that you are here with me as I share with you about this Christmas Eve day, which actually has just ended because it's a little bit after midnight on the 25th. I know that I am later in posting than I usually am, but I beg your forgiveness. It was Christmas Eve after all. Yesterday, which was Christmas Eve, because today is now Christmas, Merry Christmas to you, I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to experience the presence of God. And I am very glad that you are here with me to hear all about it. So Christmas Eve for us during the day was clear-ish, got a little bit cloudy, but the weather was quite pleasant, meaning 30s and dry. And I decided that I really wanted to go out for a walk, which I did, which every time I go for a walk, I realize how much I enjoy going for a walk. And today was no exception. To encourage myself for the walk, I like to listen to things that I don't listen to when I am washing the dishes or driving various places. Typically, during those times, I will listen to podcasts. But when I am out for a walk, I like to reward myself, so to speak, by listening to audiobooks. And there's an audiobook that I've had for quite a while, but I have not gotten around to listening to it. And it is by Trevor Noah, who is, as you might know, the host of The Daily Show. Now, a little bit about Noah before I tell you about his book, or in my case, his audiobook. Trevor Noah is South African, and he's 34 years old. He um, is considered or was considered by the South African pre or, you know, during apartheid. He was considered a colored, which is a sub was, I should say, a separate category between black and white because his mother was black and his father was white. And therefore he was born, as the title says of the book, born a crime. Because in the apartheid system, he was the product of an illegal union. Blacks and whites were not allowed to have children, which meant that they were not allowed to have intercourse with each other. And the mere fact that he was born showed that rules, laws were broken. And his autobiography, which is what I listened to as I walked, called Born a Crime, read by him, which I think is always the best way to hear an autobiography, was really fascinating because it talked about the vast injustice of the apartheid system. Now, I was a little bit older than Trevor was when apartheid ended. He was in his um, childhood years, whereas I was already in my 20s. And I guess I paid attention a little bit to apartheid. I certainly was aware of the um, global 
awareness and push through mainly boycotts to put pressure on the South African white government to end apartheid. But it was interesting in Trevor's autobiography to hear about some of the descriptions that he offered about the incredible injustice of apartheid. I only listened to maybe 45 minutes of the book, but in it, as he was describing the apartheid system, he said that it was in the estimation of the white South Africans, the most perfect system of racial segregation and ultimately racism. And he said, I didn't know this, but he said that the white South Africans, when they had the opportunity after um, the Dutch and then the British left, when they were forming their own government, they actually went around the world looking at other white supremacist um, states and how they did their structural racism. And Trevor Noah said in his book, imagine from an American perspective, imagine the genocide of entire peoples, the Native Americans. Imagine slavery. And he said on top of that, imagine the discrimination and segregation that we saw after slavery ended. He said apartheid was all of that. And apparently it very, very carefully codified the discrimination and the racism. He said something like 3,000 pages of legal descriptions about what was and was not allowed in the tremendously segregated society. So it was interesting to hear Noah talk about how his actual birth from the moment that he was born as an infant, he was a crime. And it just was staggering and heartbreaking to hear that. Well, later in the day, Christmas Eve, I went and worshipped and celebrated another birth. And if you stick with me through the break, I will tell you about that experience. Thanks for sticking with me through the break. So, as I mentioned, this evening my family and I went and celebrated Mass. And it was really wonderful because one of the musicians was none other than our nephew, my wife's brother's son. He plays the cello and actually played a really beautiful piece in the pre-worship time um, with um, a woman on the flute and gentleman on the piano and, and he was playing plucking actually his his uh, cello and it was just really really a neat sound so I was struck as I thought about what I heard Trevor Noah describing about his childhood and his birth I was struck with the story of Jesus's birth and this year we heard from Luke's gospel. You know, it's the one with the family in the stable because there was no room at the inn and Jesus placed in the feeding trough and the angels coming to the lowliest and sketchiest really of professions, shepherds. 
and they are the first to come and and give homage to the newborn king. And I thought about Jesus's birth and, and how difficult it was and how much of a challenge it must have been for young teenage mom and unwed parents and just very difficult conditions. But he wasn't born a crime. Rather, he was born Jesus the Christ as the liberator, the one who frees all from all oppression, whether it's individual and personal sin or whether it's the sins of a society, a racist, hateful, discriminatory society like South Africa before the end of apartheid. And I was struck by the mere fact of how we celebrate this birth of Jesus in in such a quite frankly materialistic way in our day and age, but we forget how poor and lowly and simple his birth was and also that he comes to free us all from selfishness and sin and to free us for love and kindness and compassion, all of which leads to a more just and fair society. And how the end of apartheid, which I look forward to hearing more from Trevor Noah in his book about what that experience was like, but to know that it was through Christ's birth and life and teachings and death and resurrection that an end to all injustice came in South Africa, but also that it will come against the powers of darkness and evil in our world today, places where we see increasing hatred and violence and self-centeredness and so forth. So I think we remember that and we celebrate that tonight. And I was just so grateful to be able to celebrate that with song and prayer and Eucharist and fellowship and so many wonderful, wonderful things. So as I conclude tonight, how is Christ's birth for you liberating? How is your experience of Christmas and this time of year a reminder of the freedom that you have already been given and hope and faith and trust that freedom will come for all who are oppressed and all who are treated with injustice in one way or another. How do you experience that at Christmas? And how are you a part of helping bring God's kingdom of love and liberation to the world? What is your role? What is your part in bringing that? Well, Merry Christmas to you and blessings and peace. And as always, thanks for listening.